Welcome to the Always Never Right podcast, a podcast with adult ingredients just for Gen Xers who are getting to middle age and wondering how the actual fuck that happened. Thanks for joining us on the Podfix Network. I'm Jill Farrell. And I'm Gina Biggs. And we wanted to talk tonight a little bit about how we feel about being fucking adults. Nope. <laughs> not good. Not fair. Not good. It's not good. And my apologies, I uh, my phone's on silent, but it's still buzzed. But I'll leave that in because we're we're human. We are. Okay, that's an adult yeah. thing. That's Bullshit. right. But it's okay. adult. So in light of that, how is being an adult? Hint, not awesome. Yeah. But we have no choice but to do it anyway. Anyway, speaking of anyway, I'm segueing there nicely. Before we get started, let's talk about the cocktail. One of the cool things about being an adult is you get to drink. So <laughs> that is nice. Yes. And holy shit, in this particular case, Gina came up with a simple and not even stupidly, exotically weird and whacked out. Drink. I won. She I did. Won week. She totally won. Um, so she suggested we try this very simple gimlet. And of course, she said gin gimlet. So whatever. <laughs> I went with McQueen in the Violet Fog because that's not only the best gin, it's also not gross. I've also tried this in the interim because, honestly, this has become T's sort of favorite go-to summer drink. You're welcome. Thanks. Um, <laughs> we've also tried with this with the Botanist, and it's delish. So this is kind of delicious. It's gin, lime juice, and simple syrup. Super easy. If you make it with rum, it's a daiquiri. If you make it with vodka, it's a vodka gimlet. Whatever. <laughs> right now, it's delicious. And so far, I think it's lovely. It's wonderful to sip out by the pool. It's cool. It's delicious. I even tried it with a cucumber in it, and it was oh. wonderful. I have not gone that far yet. I will have to try you should, it. You should do it because stick that cucumber in there. It makes it even fresher. Noise. Well, so I know, right? So I made mine with my favorite blue floral gin that really? you can that you can buy at Civil Alchemy and Fire Tucks. And we really need some fucking sponsorships from you guys. Anyway, I digress. Hello, sponsorships. <laughs> <laughs> but oh my gosh, I love it so much. And my darling daughter, Nina, came back to visit for the summer. She's in a two-week Yay. quarantine after flying internationally. Um, but I made her a gin gimlet and she was like, this is fucking amazing. I'm like, yes, yes, it is. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> and she turned 21, by the way. So this is her summer of 21. Right on 21. Go mm -hmm. Nina. I will say it was super cute because Millie called me and she's like, hey, I have a question for you. <laughs> because Millie is up at her dad's right now. She went up for 4th of July. And she said, um, Nina was saying maybe she would like to come and pick me up here and then I could go there for like a week. And would that be okay if she did that? And I'm like, you know what? If Gina says it's okay, I'm cool with that. If Nina wants to do that, I'm good with it. You know, once we've checked Nina's temperature twice a day for two weeks and all is golden, why the hell not? Because that'd be awesome. Honestly, you know what? If it came right down to it, Nina's temperature check for two weeks ends when? Friday? Um, a week from...
from Tuesday. Okay. Well, it might have to happen a little before that, but I would kind of be okay with that because 10 days is close to two weeks. There we you go. Know, otherwise, Millie has to come home next Saturday. Ah, well, we'll see what we can do because, you know, if we meet up, um, to, you know, we we could fly her back or we could meet in the middle we and drop her off. <gasps> what? Quadruple girl weekend. Oh, my God. What? We could meet in like Arkansas or something. Yeah, because I haven't been to Arkansas since I was a teenager. Except I'm pretty sure they don't let people in from Texas. Oh, well. Well, for right now they do. But in a minute, they won't. Like, Mm -hmm. after next week, they're probably going to, like, next week, probably everybody's going to lock down everybody from Texas. Yeah, way to go, Texas. Fucking ruin it for everybody. Not my fault. (laughs) I totally quarantine. We mask up. Whatever. Yeah, but we digress. Anyway, so the cocktails awesome is the point of that whole thing. Yes, it is actually awesome. (laughs) Yippee-ki-yay. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. (laughs) so this week's topic i'm gonna have to let you lead because i honestly don't have very many notes so okay you can think boss of tonight's episode all right so one reason i picked the gin gimlet for this episode is because you know there are these ideas of things you think being an adult will be like yeah when you're younger true And even though my parents were personally teetotalers, except for dad, he would, once a year, drink two (laughs) wine coolers at the beginning of his vacation. Two wine coolers, and then he was done. Right. Um, But they were teetotalers, which is totally fine. When you say teetotalers, do you mean they were like, they frowned on alcohol, or they just like didn't drink? Well, more like they just didn't drink. They weren't judgy about it like John the Brit. Yeah, because I think of that as more of a teetotaler. I think there's other people who just, like, they don't drink and they don't give a shit who does. Teetotalers are the judgy people, like John the Brit. There we go. Yeah, but my parents just didn't, so... Um, so I didn't think about it much, but, you know, watching the movies and I, I, you know, I grew up on PBS and whatever would actually... It was the only channel we got. And whatever my parents were watching, which were older films, and I always had these ideas of adults at cocktail parties. Oh, yeah. they, were, they were drinking martinis and gimlets and old fashions yeah, and things like and they that. they had, like, long gloves on. Yes, and the cigarettes and the long filters. I like the cigarettes with the long things. Those were cool. I want to get one of those. I'd be all Audrey. Mm-hmm. I had one for a long time when I used to be a smoker. Ah. Uh, There you go. So, and then, okay, that's actually a good example. So there was this idea that I chose a gin gimlet because it was one of the drinks I always thought of adults drinking. Mm -hmm. You know, like, oh, you come home after a hard day's work at the office and a drink magically appears in your hand and it's a gin gimlet. Or, uh, you know, I get out my Audrey Hepburn um, long ass filter with my gloves and I puff on something and you know what you grow up and you realize if you drink three drinks a night you might be an alcoholic and smoking gives you lung cancer and adulting kind of fucking sucks and that's why i'm drinking or or why i'm drinking why i'm wearing my t-shirt that says another fine day ruled by responsibility 
Ruined I, by I would like to not say that three drinks make you an alcoholic or <laughs> that smoking is going to give me lung cancer. I do smoke, kind of. I've been smoking for like ish a year, but I don't smoke a lot. I smoke some, um, but I'm getting ready to quit again. Well, I was going to wait till you came down so we could have like one last smoky weekend. And then I'm like, nah, since you're not coming down anymore, I'll just probably go ahead and quit. <laughs> there you go. That's that's a good plan. Because, you know, uh, COVID. COVID. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's enough problems breathing. Why throw tar on top of it? I've had all these allergy problems anyway that I'm like coughing. I'm like, eh. I mean, T's been coughing. I've been coughing. It's just like all the things. Like, I should probably just stop doing this because it's bad for me. However, I've had a lot going on in my personal life. And all of a sudden, though, it's done. Like, last night, we literally, and it was actually a hard night. I kind of cried. Oh, no. Last night was the second of two of the auctions of all of my parents' things. Oh. All the rest of it. And I watched as the last two cuckoo clocks sold. And I bought a couple of things at the auction. But at the same time, it was like I saw the things selling that were part of my dad's. Like my dad made these little chairs for us when we were tiny. When I was a little kid, he made these chairs and we would sit in them and feel like all cool. And we had this chairs, we had this little table and we would draw in it and all that stuff. And then when our kids were little, they sat in the chairs and he like reupholstered them and did all of this stuff. And we sold them at this auction. And it was difficult because I kind of wanted them because they were so special to me. But at the same time, I don't have any place to put them. I don't have any need for them. Millie's not going to be having kids for, you know, hopefully 15, 20 years. <laughs> so, you know, what am I going to do with that? But at the same time, it was very nostalgic watching all of that be sold. So that was some shit adulting right there. Hmm. So it's all completely done. There's no chance to go back in if you nope. done shit because I got way distracted by work for a couple weeks and didn't get to go back in and check on things like I meant to. Yeah, it's gone. Everything's gone. <sighs> I bought there was a woodcut that this famous artist did of my dad and I bought that and there were a couple other things that I bought at the auction which, you know, who cares? I I mean, mostly it was just shit that I couldn't grab when I was there at the house <laughs> last uh, time or I didn't see. Um, so there was a few things like that, but it was just, um, it was very nostalgic seeing things like that and really difficult in many ways. And last night I admit I was really, I was really missing my dad. I'm so sorry. Oh, damn. It is what it is. That's adult, right? That's what being an adult's like. That yeah, yeah. I did not know that that was gonna happen. I am so sorry, and it's my fault. And I was gonna try what? to guide us to funky shit like How moving the fuck boxes. Is that your fault. You didn't kill my dad. <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm aware of. No. <laughs> did you give him dementia? Because if you did, we're done. 
No, but it kind of spurred off my lung cancer, which is close to me because of my dad. And I feel like I just like started the torrent and the avalanche down and motherfucking. Okay, so let's talk back scratchers. I own back scratchers out the fucking wazoo. That's like the old lady thing of the world. My grandpa used to have back scratchers. That's part of being an adult. I bought a five pack of back scratchers from Amazon and I put them in strategic places around the house so I can scratch my back anytime I want, like right now. And I feel like we're on a lighter topic now. And don't you dare backtrack on me. I don't think it's part of being an adult. I think it's part of being an old person. I can accept that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm fucking and old. As, as far as that goes, I... So a long, long time ago, long, long time ago, I can still remember. Anyway. Used to make me smile. Anyway, uh, so a long time ago, I bought this like little, I'll call it a lazy Susan. It's like a little remote control lazy Susan. (laughs) It's not a remote control. Like you push a remote control to make it work. It, like, holds remote controls. It's, like, a tall, lazy Susan, and, like, you can stick remote controls in it. <laughs> so, I bought this a long time ago. I don't even know why. I'm glad I'm not and the only old one. <laughs> I know. Shut up. So, for some reason, I found this a couple weeks ago, and I was like, oh, shit, yeah, I totally needed this. And I used to keep it on my side of the bed because, you know, I have my, like, Apple TV remote, my TV remote, whatever. But now, in our real world, we've got our TV remote and our, like, cable remote and the Apple TV remote and the Xbox controller and all of that other shit. And so I was like, oh, my God, you guys, we can put this out here. And T and Millie were like that's the most old lady thing I've ever seen. And I'm like, no, no, it's awesome. It's so cool. (laughs) So without me knowing, T went and bought one of those giant fucking old people remotes that are like (laughs) literally as big as your head. (laughs) I mean, they're like the size of a notebook. (gasps) They're like the size of a notebook. And um, Millie, T showed it to Millie online. Millie thought it was fucking hilarious. Of course she did. She's brilliant. And she's like, oh, we have to get that. So they got it. (laughs) They just slid it into my remote control thing. And it fit actually perfectly. (laughs) And I was walking through the kitchen into the living room towards the bedroom. And all of a sudden I was like, (laughs) what is this? And I said, you guys are assholes. (laughs) This is bullshit. Oh my gosh. Because it's literally the size of like a, an 11 by 13 pad. Oh my it's God. so big. But you can see all the letters. Oh, yeah. I totally can, even without my glasses. They're, that's very kind of them. Is it? Yeah. Cause is it condescending of them? You know, I choose to look at it as kind. Because if we can do shit without our bifocals, isn't that Here's good? The problem. T also bought an eHarmony remote. Or, I mean, a Harmony remote. Oh, like ChristianSingles.com. Are you meeting Christian yeah, yeah, Singles yeah. next? No, no, no. Are you with that remote? It's not eHarmony, sorry. <laughs> but it could be eHarmony. Anyway, like he bought a <laughs> Harmony remote. And it's got, like, this little t- 
touch screen thing and it works great, but it's also kind of a pain in the ass. The main reason he did it is because he couldn't figure out which remote to reuse. <laughs> he could totally figure out which remote to use. I'm like, this one goes for this and this one goes for this. Whatever. So do we know couldn't. if he has dementia? Yeah, I don't know. He couldn't do it. <laughs> but I could. And so he uses that one and then he gets frustrated because he's like, why can't I make the volume go down? I'm like, you have to press the back button to make the volume go down. Oh. Or you can just use the real remote to make the volume go down. Whatever. I'm not going to judge him too harshly on that because I'll admit in our house, John the Brit has the remotes down and I'm the one who fucks it up every time. I'm like, oh, I pick up the Roku and I put, no, I don't push that. Oh, shit. What have I done? Oh, no, I can't get it back. Oh, no. Vampire Diaries. Damn it. I, was I love watching. our Apple shit. TV, though. You can just talk to it and be like, I want to watch. <laughs> I want to watch the circle and it'll be like, boom, here's the circle. <laughs> Where do you want to watch it? Oh. I want to watch what we do in the shadows and it's like oh. boom here's what we do in the shadows all you have to do is tell your apple remote and it's like yeah i can help you with that okay pro tip right now if you want to win christmas this year get me a t-shirt that says never relent nandor the relentless under it and i will love you for fucking ever good to know yeah so there's that okay <laughs> so there's so that. what's our next adulting topic Okay, so I have to ask this because I remember you mentioned it a couple of weeks ago and hopefully you remember what it is I'm talking about because this is one of the most old people things ever. Didn't you buy a didn't you buy something a couple weeks ago that may or may not have been a cleaning product that you were just over the fucking moon about? I did. <laughs> and how adult is that? It was like the best thing ever one day. I went on Amazon and I was like, wait, what? That's my favorite sponge and I can get it on Amazon and I can get a four pack. So then it shows up at my door the next day and I like put it in the kitchen and then I'm looking at my sponge and I'm like, this looks ugly. So I threw it away and I pulled out a new one. And I'm like, oh, this is the fanciest thing ever. If I can put out a new sponge, that's so fancy. And then I thought to myself, what have I become? You've what the fuck has happened to me? So the last big definition of sponge in our generation related to Elaine Bennis and Seinfeld, yeah, and you've just totally reworked it. Well, this is not a sponge worthy situation. This is not <laughs> that kind of sponge. I don't even know if they do that kind of sponge anymore. I think I that's think why sponge worthy was such a thing. Exactly. That was the point of the episode. So <laughs> I feel like that's because it wasn't super effective. Mm. Yeah, probably safe and all kinds of other things, but nah, neither here nor there. But there's a new sponge worthy for Gen Xers, and it involves house cleaning. Because, of course, it fucking does. Now, our big purchase recently. Um, oh, this Wait, is actually before you start. Uh-huh. I just pulled it up. The contraceptive sponge. The contraceptive sponge is only 76% effective. Well, there That's you go. low. That is. So no wonder they discontinued that. Okay. Thank you, Google. You're welcome. <laughs> Google uh, loves you. 
Now, yeah. tell me your adult thing. I bought vanished drop-ins for the, the toilet, toilet tanks. Yes. Now See, here's, I can't do that because my cats drink out of the toilet. Oh, uh, so we keep our lids down for our dumbass cats. But, and Only I know Nap does. I know Nina listens, so Nina's going to be somewhat humiliated by this. But I had to buy new Vanish drop-ins because um, uh, I went to use the restroom, and she had found them. I'd set them on the kitchen island, and I was going to drop them in the, the toilet tanks at some point, and I just hadn't gotten around to it. And Nina's like, I'll take care of this for her. And she dropped them into the bowl of every toilet in the house. Oh, that was nice that she tried. She tried really hard. And I went to her room laughing my ass off. You know, 10 years ago, I probably would have been irritated by that. But now I'm like, oh, geez. And wait, she, wait, would, she did this now, like since she's been home? Like two days ago. <laughs> and she's like, can I pay you back for the drop-ins? I'm so sorry. I completely screwed up. And she went and cleaned every toilet in the house. And I kind of like, can I find more cleaning projects? She doesn't quite or products she doesn't quite understand because of her well, age group. In, well, in fairness, possibly it's because she's been coming of age in another country. Yeah. Things oh, are yeah. different there. Are you seriously using your back scratcher right yes, now? Yes, I just use my back scratcher. You're the oldest fucking person I know. I am. Um, no, that's John the Brit, actually. Oh, no, you're right. That's true. Thank he's you. way older than you. He is. He's been old since he was three. That's true. He's 49 old. years ago. He has been old forever. Yeah. Wait, so. he's 54? Okay, let's back up in math. I said 49 years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving that in because I'm so gratified by that moment. <laughs> no, you got to take it out. <laughs> Wait, he's 52? <laughs> <laughs> nice cover yeah he's he's 52 how weird is that I my he was i thought he was way older than that <laughs> and that's my point he's he's a doll he's an absolute love of my life but he's an old man i actually thought he was the same age as stick and i think stick is like honestly i can't remember stick is, I think stick is like two years older than that Stick is the only person in the world older than John the Brit at this moment. Yeah, you're right. I know my 83-year-old mother is younger than the both of them. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Okay, so I remember you bringing this up before, and I have to have you visit this topic because you'd mentioned typing. Yes. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, rem I know exactly what you're talking about. So... I used to watch movies like, do you remember the movie Nine to Five with Dolly Parton, Jane Fonda? My, my bestie. Your my bestie, bestie Dolly. Yep. Yes. So there's this one scene where they all walk into this big room and there's a whole bunch of people in that room and they're typing stuff. And I remember seeing these movies and just wanting to walk into those rooms going, stop. What? Are you typing? <laughs> what are you typing? And the funny thing is, I know now. Right? I'm typing all the time. I type all day long. I know. And it's crazy. I mean, it's not a typewriter, but I type all day long. 
So are we probably the last generation to learn how to type on an electric typewriter? Probably. We probably are. So did you, okay, when you learned, did you have the thing where it would backspace and automatically have the tape that lifted it up? Or did you have to physically put the tape in or use whiteout? It depended. Um, On certain days, if I got the right typewriter, I had the backspace tape. Other days I had to put like the little, there was like a sheet that you had to put in. Yes. Yes. But when you got the backspace day, that was a good day. Oh, for graduation, I got one of those typewriters that would do the backspace. And it was a kind of like, it was sort of semi-programmable. Like you could actually backspace, like you could be like backspace to here and you could like set it and it would like, Oh my gosh. Oh, I felt so fancy. That's so cool. I I used to, um, at at, um, at the high school where I learned, we had to, like, put the little tabs in or use whiteout and, um, you know, like, backspace, put the tab in, retype the letters so it lifted the ink off or cover it with whiteout. But I remember when mom's office, uh, mom used to take me into the office with her because she said I I did a better job organizing her files than the person who was at work who was actually responsible for it. Because I'm that kind of maniacal shit face when it comes to alphabetizing. I know. Oh, you mean, Mom, I can put things in alphabetical, uh, chronological, excuse me, alphabetical order than chronological order for you? Yes, I will absolutely do that. It'll be great. So she would also have me type things for her. And they got the typewriters that would automatically (sighs) hit the backspace and it would pull it up off there. And I was like, (gasps) did you just think that was amazing? It was. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I remember in typing class, it was like A space, J space, A, J space, F space. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. I remember I could type 96 words a minute on an electric typewriter, and I could get up to 140 words per minute on a word processor. Wow. There's a woman who works for me who types. 110 words a minute and for what we do that's on fucking real that's awesome i i've actually gotten a, an issue at work because you know we do all our work remotely right now yes so we're doing teams meetings and skype meetings and all this other stuff and um i've learned i have to mute my mic yep, before i <laughs> i can't do that and multitask because people recognize the sound of my typing. Yeah, this is my keyboard. It's a mechanical keyboard. And when I type, it's super noisy. And I'm like, I guess I have to mute. So especially because Rexy and I will side text each other during like 80% of our meetings because they're together. So I will have to mute myself and be all, what the actual fuck did that bitch just say? <laughs> I know. I I actually was offended in a meeting the other day because someone said, Gina, are you typing? I'm like, are you kidding? That was at most 70 words a minute. You thought that was me? I'm personally offended. Uh, <laughs> of course it wasn't me. I'm a fucking like, overachiever. No, that wasn't me. That slow ass person. What do you think? I do twice that, you motherfuckers. So, yeah, sure. there's that. So, yeah. on, on the topic of typing... 
When you were younger, did you think the dot matrix printer would be the end all be all for all time? Yes. Yeah. My parents, we didn't have a computer. What we had was a word processor. Like there was this dude that came to our house and they were like, you need a word processor. And they like basically sold my parents a word processor. And we had it and it had a dot matrix printer with it. And it was so lame. You had to like all these commands and shit and like... Of course, my mom couldn't use it because she's my mom. She's challenged. <laughs> but of course, my I, mom was her office's desk or desk monkey. Yeah. <laughs> I used it for a lot of things, but she could not use it, and um, it was lame. But it had the most awesome Dominatrix printer. And I could do ASCII characters and stuff, and I could, like, print out cool things. It was so neat. Go you. Loved it. So I'm going to move us on to another topic real quick, if you don't mind. And that's... Yeah, yeah. So those topics were things that, you know, we thought... We thought about when we were younger. We're like, it's never going to get better than this. But (laughs) what is one of the... Things and, and I'll lead us off to give you an example. What is one of the things you never thought would be so fucking gratifying as an adult that you're suddenly like, holy shit, it doesn't get any better than this? And I'll lead off to give an example. Wait, things I thought would not be gratifying or things that I... Things thought- that never even occurred to you okay. as something that would be gratifying. Okay. Like, to, like today, you know, we've lived in our house um, three years now. Mm-hmm. Today, we got through another box of shit that was sitting in our bedroom for those three yeah. years. And I threw away a bunch of old makeup that obviously if I haven't used it in the last three years. I didn't need it anymore. Absolutely. It was one of the most amazing things. We're like fucking high-fiving each other. Yeah, we cleaned up another moving box. Woo! And like, why is that as an adult such a huge gratifying process? Yeah, it is. We've been going through boxes and boxes and boxes. And, of course, I've had to bring things up from my mom's house as we've been moving her out and, like, absorbing some of the things that were part of my childhood and that sort of shit. But, yeah, um, I think getting rid of things, there's just something really cathartic about it. Mm. That when you're a kid, you don't think about because you're like, no, as a, I guess as a kid, you feel like accumulating is what you want to do. And as an adult, you kind of want to accumulate. But at the same time, as you get rid of things that are not beneficial, then you can add things that are beneficial. And you're like, this is better than what I had before. So that's, I think that's the key for me. There you go. And I, I grew up, you know, post-depression era parents. I mean, both my parents were born at the very tail end of the depression and same. Yeah. And it was very, we will keep motherfucking everything because you don't waste a fucking thing. We kept boxes because you never knew if you were going to have to, (laughs) for us, we kept boxes because we moved a lot when I was young. And if you were going to have to move, you might as well have the box that that shit went back in because you could put that shit back into the box and it would be able to pack back up easy peasy. 
Right. And otherwise, how are you going to pack that up? You're going to have to figure out something else. So you might as well have the box. So we saved this shit out of boxes. And now I'm like, I don't really, I don't really need this box because if I have to pack this up and move it, I can put it in a different box. Or if I haven't used it, I could just get rid of it. I know. It's it's amazing, isn't it? Shocking. Whereas my parents, and I love my parents, and I totally get where they're coming from. But like um, several years ago, when we tore down the house I grew up in, because they built a new house literally 30 feet uphill from the old one. Which is super weird to me. But I mean, I guess if you own the property, you own the property. That's right. Um, They took all the doors out of the old house. They took um, all the woodwork out of the old house, all like all kinds of stuff. Cause they're and all the cabinetry. Cause they're like, you never know when you might need it again. So all that stuff is in the basement of the new house as we speak. And the very hoarding part of my personality is like, fuck yes. Thank you. I might need that woodworking someday. I might need that doorknob <laughs> from my bedroom. True. You I never know. Sometimes. <laughs> so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna contest it I'm gonna go with it and I never thought as a child I'm like oh why can't we get rid of this I don't need it um or I want to keep everything forever and I, I definitely lean on the keep everything forever side not gonna lie I do too I mean and I think that comes from the families we grew up in like you said post-depression era you never know when you're gonna need stuff But I also feel like, so when I was going through my mom's house, I had to really consider what things would go in my current house, what things would T also like, what things would work for our life together, as well as what things do I just care about. You know, because if there was something I really cared about, even if it didn't work for our life together, I'd be like, fuck you. This is going to be ours. I'm taking this forever. This is it. If it was something important to me, I would have made that case. Um, But when it comes right down to it, you have to start thinking about the person that you're with and the person that you're going to be with forever. I mean, T and I have been together almost 10 years now. You and John the Brit have been together almost 15 years. Over 15. Over 15 years. We've been married over 15. Yeah. Well, we've been together 10 years. We've been married almost 10 years. Shit. So that, like, this next year will be our 10-year anniversary. Fuck. When the hell did that happen? I know, right? So thinking about that sort of thing, um, you really have to think about like long term, like, is this going to be something important to me long term? There were a few things in my parents auction that we just had that I was like, nah, this is this is important to me. I need this. There were a few things that I'm like, this would be nice to have. There were a few things that I didn't get. And now I'm kind of like, uh I kind of wish I got that. I wish I knew where it went so I could see about getting it. But in the long run, you know, five years down the road, am I going to be like, what? My life is so diminished because I don't have this. 
No, it's not. It's kind of like an earlier episode when we talked about, you know, the whole, um, am I going to regret not doing this at some point? And if you ultimately think you aren't going to. When we were on this, am I going to regret this or is this going to be okay later? Later, this is probably going to be okay. There are plenty of things that I have that remind me of that time in my life. So do I need this one thing? No. Okay. It's a good thing we're recording this episode as we, because John the Briton, Nina and I all made an agreement with each other that this would be the summer we got, we went through a shit ton of the boxes in our basement and I'm glad we're recording this episode and I'm going to be editing it before we get full on into that because I'm going to need that pep talk. So there was this one thing in my parents' auction. This can be a timeout if you want. Okay. I didn't There's, get that. Could you try again? What the fuck are you talking about? Screw you, Siri. No one's talking to you. I won't respond to that. <laughs> cool, man. Sorry. So there was this one thing that my mom had lettered for my dad. It had like a cool lettering thing. It was on a wooden plank and it said... And ghoulies and ghosties and long-leggedy beasties. From ghoulies and ghosties and long-leggedy beasties, may the good Lord deliver us. Aw, that's cute. And it was lettered and it had, like, illuminated lettering, you know, with the all that stuff. Aw. And I watched it, but I didn't bet on it. There is something else that I bet on, though, that my... I'll show you. Okay. Yeah. That my mom lettered for my dad. Oh, awesome. If you look really closely here, you can see there's a picture of an auction. Yeah. So this is sold to the lady in the green hat. And this was on my bucket list. So... Some people spend their forces on mischievous games and crass. Some people bet on horses and some people love the glass. But black is the pit. From pole to pole and destiny writhes clear. For I am the wretch who sold my soul to the eloquent auctioneer. Aww. So basically it kind of goes through all the stuff they want. Silo, Flatto, Sears and Park and Burnet. Somewhere at an auction is going today. I must have me thither. On swift devotional feet to bid him up on a porcelain cup or a Shakespeare incomplete. To beard the hardiest dealer and play him fast and loose for a screech and a rug and a Staffordshire jug that Mm. I haven't the slightest use for. That I haven't the slightest use for. With bureaus and attic bulges, with many an antique frame, the shallowest drawer divulges the statics of my shame. Plaza Anderson Messrs Brill and Brill, somewhere an auctioneer installing high and shrill. I must follow and follow. Like tots to Hamlin Town, I spend my salary in every gallery where gentlemen knock them down. All I need is a platter, all I want is a plate. But I'll come back with a magazine rack and a lamp that's lost its mate. And maybe a chair and a couple of clocks and a pl- and a painted plaque and a mystic box and a minton bowl and a casserole and a locked up cupboard without its locks. For some people play at Baccarat, some people tipple beer, but mourn the wretch in muted verse 
who's lost her head and pledged her purse to the eloquent auctioneer. That is so sweet. So that was something that my dad loved. Aww. By Phyllis McGinley. And I thought it was super awesome. My dad always loved that. And I always decided, like, that was kind of a bucket list thing for me. I wanted all the things. Mm. You know, I want a porcelain cup, a Shakespearean complete, a locked up cupboard without its locks, a mitten bowl and a casserole. Uh, okay. Okay. Note to self for Christmas. Okay. <laughs> anyway. All but of these things are the things that I wanted to go buy at auctions. And I mm-hmm. did. I bought a couple of them. I like I had a mitten bowl. Oh. I've got a casserole. I don't have a locked up cupboard without its locks. Um, what about the pie safe? I do have a pie safe, but it has a lock. Oh, it does have a lot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I don't of course, painted flag. I don't have a, and I do have a mystic box, a music box. I do have a music box. Awesome. That's wonderful. Aww. Someday I'll play it for you guys if you ever want me to. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just text us and let me know and I'll play it for you. Yeah. It's a phenomenal music box. Oh, it is. I've heard it. It's beautiful. It's lovely. <laughs> But it's one of those things that when I was a grown-up, this is one of those things that I knew I was going to do. Mm-hmm. So even though some of the other pieces from my parents, I'll say estate, because it wasn't really an estate. It was just like shit they had. It was a fucking estate. Uh, it was not an estate. From an outside observer, it was a fucking estate. <laughs> I feel like an estate is something like beautiful and stately. and like Okay. So- and beautifulness. Who's the bitch that walked out of there with 14 paintings and still feels fucking guilty about it? I'm so glad you have those paintings. I'm so glad about that. I'm treasuring them. Nina has gone through. Nina has gone through. She's like, oh, my gosh. And she took pictures of them and is bragging to our friends about them. She's so excited. So happy about that. My mom would be so happy. You need to send her a note, please. And let her know. I will. I will. Because they are, Nina ha, ha, is so in love with the moon. She'll be art. really happy about that. That'll make her so pleased. I will. I will. Because her, some of her other paintings did not sell very high. And the funny thing is, like, her paintings are worth a lot of money. Like, they're <laughs> in museums all over the country. I know. It's so. crazy. And they're beautiful. They're yeah. stunning. I'll quit gushing. So, so I'll quit gushing. Okay, let's so, do the next thing. Let's do the next thing. So, um, okay. So another thing I've heard you, okay, you've bitched about it during this episode, actually, technically, <laughs> although it's digital work, but in the RJ, we called it paperwork. Arr, arr. Tell me about paperwork and what you think of it. Oh my God, paperwork is the worst thing ever. Did you even know that there would be so much paperwork when you were a grown-up person? I I did, but because I watched my parents do farm taxes every year, so I knew there'd be a shit ton of paperwork involved in adulting. I did not know, because taxes are insane, and insurance, and... Like, all this shit. And honestly, I don't do as much paperwork as my mother does because, first of all, she's super old and I think <laughs> everything she does is by paper. 
But like she literally spends like two solid days every month, like just quote paying bills. And I don't know what she's doing, but wow. Well, you're talking to an attorney whose life is paperwork. Yeah, but you like it. It's what we do. Oh, remember? It's your favorite thing. Remember when John the Brit immigrated? That was like a fucking field day for me. That was your favorite thing ever. It was. I'm all, oh, look, I made binders. Binders, You did make binders. It was insane. Let me airmail you some binders so you have copies. I can't. (laughs) I cannot paperwork. A couple weeks ago. We had the shredding truck come from our house. <laughs> That's because, an adult thing, too. Oh, my God. It was so cool. We've yeah. had so much shredding to do for so long that we haven't had, like, we haven't. Background oh, look at that. I love it. I love your background. Oh, whoop. Wrong way. Oh, there it way. is. Love it. Yeah, It's um, one of her mom's paintings. This is the background on my we've phone. We've had. <sighs> So we have a shredder somewhere, don't know where. Um, so we haven't had any shredding done for a long time. We kind of rip stuff up as it comes in, whatever. I can show you my shredder in the background. Very, very long time. <laughs> and for some reason, T, I'm not going to say it too loud because <laughs> it's out there. But T feels compelled to keep all the shit. Like, he still has his college papers. I get him. No. Just saying, I get it. I don't. I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> I have my citizenship award from second grade. I get him. What are you going to do with that shit? Give it to my grandchildren so they have something to fucking live up to. What the fuck are they going to do with that? They're going to be like, this is stupid. What do I want with this? They're going to be intimidated, damn it. Don't you dare tell no. me different. They're actually not. They're going to think it's stupid. I am going to pretend. My parents kept all of my papers from like first, second, third, all the way through high school. Like, here's all your wonderful papers. Here's all the shit you did that was amazing. And I'm like, why are you giving me this? Cute shit could come from it, though, because, you know, one day I was going through mom's cedar chest and I found the canceled check from 1957 where she paid for her wedding dress. And what does that show you? That she paid $64 for a wedding dress. And? It's adorable that she it meant so much to her that she kept it. And? I love it. And I will frame it someday. And you'll have to look at it when you come visit me. And? It's sweet and cute, and it was like all the money she had in the world in 1957. Okay, and? I have pictures of that wedding dress on the wall, and I'll be able to show my grandchildren someday. Great-grandma paid $64 for her wedding dress in 1957, and isn't that sweet? And they'll say, and? And they'll appreciate it. No, they won't. They won't appreciate it because nobody gives a shit about that. I give a shit. Anyway, so, but we were on you. (laughs) We were on your topic. And, oh, you heartless bitch. Anyway, I'm kidding. I'm kind of heartless because, like, I've had to go through so much stuff lately. I've had to be through, like, all right. So my mom is a complete colossal bitch. I think we've established this. (laughs) Yes, we have many times. She she was telling me, like, 
you need to go through. We have slides downstairs in the basement. We've got all these slide carousels full of slides. So you can go through them or you can just throw your childhood away. (laughs) You threw your childhood away. (laughs) I mean, yeah, a lot of them are from my childhood. I pulled out a couple of albums. She literally had like 22 slide carousels. I saw us. Plus, you saw that there were, like, three or four separate, like, big plastic bins full of photographs. Like, I pulled out three or four photograph albums that I felt like, these are important. I'll pull a few of these. This is good. You know, it's their wedding album. This is this shit. Whatever. (laughs) How many of these do I have to keep in order to show that I'm not a complete bitch. (laughs) And because you're always, you kept the perfect amount. Here's the bad thing. So after that, the estate sale guy was like, I found all these albums downstairs. I saved them for you guys. So my sister had to go back and get them. (laughs) She pulled a bunch and she's like, all right, I've got some, I've got these, the rest of them can go away. So then the day we closed on the house, the realtor went in and was like, oh my God, there's so many albums down there. There's like photographs. There's like your dad with Bill Clinton and there's (gasps) your senior pictures and there's like all these things. And so I saved them for you and he took them over to my mom and I'm like, fuck. Now now she knows. Albums forever. And now she knows and she will never let you live that down. Probably. I Slides are gone, so that's cool. Okay, so we need to make a promise right now. Remember how we did the story of the mule wagon wedding yeah. in one episode? We're going to do the... We're going to do the Yaya moving episode at one point. Because I told Nina that story this morning, and it, I shit you not, it took me 90 minutes to get all the way through it. I'm sure Nina was like, what the actual fuck? She had to take three bathroom breaks during the course of the story. Yeah. All right. So before we completely careened off topic, we were talking about paperwork. Yeah. Paperwork. So Can what I, did you think? Yeah. Go, well, go for it. I just want to know, like... Can I just like TikTok that to you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not how that TikTok's works. Kind of like the way we all do this now, right? <laughs> given the legality of electronic signatures now, maybe. All right, cool. I'll just, I'll just shoot it to you that way. All right. So one more topic, and then I think we should call this done. Right on. So, when you were a child, did you ever in a million years think that when you grew up, I mean, because I had these pictures of, when I grow up, I I will have two and a half children and three cars and four pets and my husband and I will cook in the kitchen and all this stuff. I never thought about stuff like, I'm going to be a shitty ass cook. And (laughs) you totally are a shitty ass cook. I know. And I'm going to have 40 million diseases that are oddly named yet non-fatal. I mean, what? (laughs) If you're going to get right to the crux of it, is this what you pictured? 
So for me, it's like more like, why do the fuck do your feet hurt all the time? <laughs> uh, why does your back hurt all the time? Now that you're not fat anymore, why does everything still hurt? Or um, why are you so fucking tired all the time? Mostly tired. That's me. Tired would be my thing. Because when I was a kid, a child, I didn't ever fucking want to sleep. And then when I was a teenager, sleeping was silly. And then when I was in my 20s, sleeping was irrelevant. And now sleeping is like, why the fuck didn't I do this when I had the chance before? (laughs) Because sleeping is amazing. So I would say that more than anything, being an adult is about finding an opportunity to sleep. Like if I could go to bed at 8.30 every night and sleep until like 6.30, that would be great. But the problem is on weekends, I could go to bed at midnight and want to sleep till like 10? No. I will wake up at motherfucking 6 o'clock. That's just how it works. That's that nice. Shut up, Siri. <laughs> Siri, That's just how that shit works. I mean, I don't want to wake up at 6 o'clock, but I do. Every fucking day. Uh, you know, there are 40 million different responses I have to that entire line of thought, but I'm, I'm going to just, I'm going to hone in on this one. I remember mom so many times when I was younger saying, you're going to regret not taking the snap someday. You're going to regret all the times you had to rest and sleep and kick back and you didn't do it and you're going to regret it. And I remember thinking for decades, that's fucking ridiculous. I'm not going to do That's that. The stupidest thing I ever heard. I cannot. Oh, and she yawns. Um, I cannot tell you how many times I have called my mother and fucking apologized for everything I lipped back to her as a child about. Because yeah. I get it. I'm like, yeah. mom, I'm, I'm so sorry. Now that Nina never sleeps. I understand why you are tired all the time. Hey, mom, I just want to say I'm sorry for when I was 13 and I screamed at you about getting my ears pierced and you were like, ask your father, mom, I'm so sorry about the time I slammed the door in your face. (laughs) I mean, there's so many things. I'm like, I'm so fucking sorry. I'm just sorry for all of it up to this stage in my life. (laughs) Yes. Well, and there's probably things that I'm sorry for now. Now admittedly there's reason you should be sorry for your mom and then my mom was a bitch so I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, my mom was a saint she didn't deserve the shit I gave her your mom oh my god I'm so special. horrible no you're my human. mom actually is a bitch <laughs> anyway okay well okay so I think let's let's move forward and, and I think we can all agree that being a grown-up, this whole thing is not what we thought it was going to be. One hundred fucking percent. There's no <laughs> reason to think, yeah. Um, being an adult is just fucking weird. Yeah, no, it is. And honestly, I totally, I fucking totally make things up as like, oh, literally every day. You <laughs> <laughs> do. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, anyhow, as you know, the drinks that we drink can be found on alwaysneverwrite.com. 
If you have something you'd like to hear us talk about, tell us by hitting the contact us page or ping us on the Facebook page and we'll do all we can to make sure that we discuss your topic. We also will have some guests coming in our upcoming episodes. We've already had one. I hope you liked it. And we've got some folks who are really reaching out to us to talk about cool stuff. And I think you're going to like it. Oh, heck. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off during your awesomeness. No, that's okay. But you're exactly right. And don't forget to tell your friends that they can find us wherever they get their digital media and ensure they love us the same as you do. (laughs) So this has been a holy shit, how am I the grown-up episode of Always. Never. Right. I'm Jill. And I'm Gina, and thank you again so much for making us a part of your week. And we'll talk more next week, my dolls. And thank you for joining us on the Podfix Network. Standard disclaimer. Always Never Write is in no way, shape, or form performed or produced by professional advice givers. We've just lived a lot. So if any of our life experiences prove useful, we're happy to share, especially if we can share in an entertaining way. But if you have serious problems, please see a therapist, doctor, psychiatrist, life coach, or someone who is actually trained to know what the hell they're doing when passing out advice. Also, please note that most names and the descriptions of many events have been modified to both make things more entertaining and to protect the innocent, the not-so-innocent, and the flat-out guiltiest sin assholes.